You are entering another classroom, one so strange and unfamiliar it is scarcely recognizable as reality. Your next stop ahead, the Oddity Film Society. Film Society. This week we watched Green Room, directed by what was his name again? <laughs> <laughs> I know you just told me. <laughs> Jeremy Saunier. Yeah. That's it. Okay. <laughs> End of Good podcast. podcast. Good podcast. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> now what do we do? <laughs> Is it still going or did you stop it? It's still going. <laughs> All right. Well, what do we usually talk about? I'm Emily. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We've been doing introductions. <laughs> Rachel. Beverly. I'm not here. Okay. I'm Thomas. Anderson. And I'm Grayson. So, not here. Yeah. Why did your mother name you that? Oh, that's a complicated story. Is it a family name? No. Are you a junior? I am a junior. I'm not here, junior. So your dad's name is not here, and you're just not here, yeah. Junior. Yeah. Do they call you NHJ for short? No, just not here. Do they call you Junior for short? No. All right, this is going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just. Uh, what are we talking about? News. He wants not Trump. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. See, my mom. She didn't come <laughs> to my. She didn't come to my birth. So when I asked for. My name, she just wrote down not here because she wasn't there. Okay. All right, does anybody have any news? Do you have any news? I think, uh, I'm still not sure if this is a rumor or not, but I think there might be a, a Nicolas Cage movie where Nicolas Cage plays himself as like, and he's like a washed up actor and he talks to a 90s version of himself. That sounds interesting. I'm sick of Nicolas Cage. Are you really? I'm really. <laughs> what was the movie that broke your back? Um, Adaptation. Was really? I love what that was movie. Oh my god. He's like I a good actor in I that movie. I can't watch him anymore after that movie. He's like a good actor. I though. used to love National Treasure. No, you don't because of Adaptation. But I, just, I can't watch it <laughs> Why? What What happened? What, what is it in Adaptation that? I don't know. Just proverbial what was it last straw on the camel's back he had the straw that broke the camel's yeah, back yeah that one <laughs> yep yep i don't know it was it just ruined it for those of you that haven't seen adaptation there's not one but two nicholas cages <laughs> i think that's what that hurts movie. me <laughs> and he played twins he talks he has a little muffin monologue mm-hmm. it's pretty great i think it's a fantastic movie I know. It's a weird movie. The last movie that I saw with Nicolas Cage was either um, Ghost Rider for the first time ever or Next. Next. 
Oh, that's the one where you can see all you can potential see outcomes. The, yeah, you can oh, see into the future a little bit. I've heard of that movie. There's, oh, there's also another Nicolas Cage one I wanted to talk about. Oh, uh, <laughs> and talk about it. I, I, whether I like Nicolas Cage's performances or not, and I, I would say most of the time his movies are, are really disappointing. <laughs> I, think he's like, I think he's like a good actor, but he just doesn't, he just maybe chooses poorly sometimes. I don't know how true this is, but I heard that he ran into some tax I th- issues, yeah, I think and so he, did. he was just taking just every movie that he could just to make some money. Um, but I think more often than not, he makes really unusual choices in how to play characters, which means that it's always going to be kind of interesting. Like the way he played Ghost Rider, he's like, apparently, I will do this movie, or it, this is what it seemed like to me. He took the part just so he could pretend to be Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> he was playing Johnny Blaze like Elvis Presley would. Like when he pointed at things, it was always like, like I don't know. He swiveled his hips a lot. For for the listeners out there, uh, Mr. Anderson just did a kind of Elvis like point. It was a very bad Elvis like point. It was. Thanks. But it's okay. You did. Um, you yeah. usually have the ring wear on, so you pretend to be Elvis. I did. So I okay. could put my head on my hands without hurting my forehead. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, back to that other Nicolas Cage movie I was going to talk about, uh, Color Out of Space. I think it's like a H.P. Lovecraft story. Ooh. And it's got Nicolas Cage in it, and it, I saw the trailer, and it looks like it's just going to be an insane, like, manic movie, and I'm quite excited for it. Has anybody seen Parents? Is yeah. it parents? Or, I, there's one called Mom and Dad. Oh, maybe it's Mom and Dad. Oh, okay. Okay, that one? Mom Where and Dad. the parents are trying to kill the kids. Yeah. yeah. Is it good? I, 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 I enjoyed his performance. Is that a, I think I saw that on Netflix. Is it on Netflix? He's basic, over-the-top Nicolas Cage. Well, maybe not basic. I don't know if he's ever basic, but he's over-the-top Nicolas Cage. You didn't enjoy it? No? <laughs> I thought it was pretty fun. It's like a kind of weird take on a zombie sort of movie. Yeah. But only adults are affected and they try to kill their offspring. Live with the fantasy. Every parent has it. That would be me as a parent. Huh? That would be me as a parent. You killing your children? Probably. I'd eat them. You would eat, eat them? them? <laughs> what would you make them into? Probably a stew. A stew. A big old bowl of stew. Yeah. Potatoes? Obviously. Carrots? Carrots. Yeah. Peas? I don't like peas in stew. Yeah, it's a little weird. Celery. Celery. (gasps) Cabbage is pretty good in stew. Mm -hmm. Purple cabbage? I thought we were still talking about the the kids. And I was like, Uh. making kids into like celery? (laughs) I was like, how would you do that? Be like Willy Wonka. (laughs) What? (laughs) Be like Willy Wonka. (laughs) He made one of that, he made that kid into a blueberry. Yeah. Yeah. I guess just like a different flavor of gum to make someone into. He probably could have made them taste like snozberries, but he didn't. Do you know what those are supposed to taste like? No. Oh. Enlighten me. If you Google it. Snozberries? Yeah. What do sno- what are snozberries supposed to taste like? Because I don't know if I should say it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is it a real like flavor of like candy? Because I know there's like I, Wonka candy. If you Google it and in the movie. I don't even know how to spell snozberries. S N O Z Z. Berries. Well, I found Urban Dictionary, so that's not a good sign. 
Step over here. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I didn't actually. Uh, yeah. So, uh, what is a snozberry? There's no such thing as a snozberry. No, there isn't. Is that what it says? There's no such thing. We got some dead air going on. Um. Okay. Okie dokie. Anybody else have any other news? I think Joker just uh, surpassed the uh, $1 billion. Uh, okay, I had a... I'm sorry to interrupt. Um, no problem. That was, that was the whole thing. Yeah, I'm just but it's just yeah. doing, again, we talked about it a little bit, but it's doing really good, I think. Okay, so I found this uh, this article, and it says that uh, Snozberry looks very similar to a raspberry, <laughs> except it's conceited and pretentious, especially when mixed with other fruits. <laughs> So we're going to go with that? Okay. okay. Not the other thing that you found? No. Okay. I, I don't know if that... I think it's just a, a made-up berry. Yeah. It is. What do you think it would taste like? <laughs> a snoz taste. <laughs> Probably. Sounds, it sounds nasal. It, yeah. Yeah, it sounds like, like snoz. Yeah, yeah, that's like your nose. Jinx. That's like a slang term for your nose. A schnoz. So would it be like mucusy? Like boogers? Kind of. Like those pretty bots things. Have you ever seen an osset orange? No. No? They're pretty big, and they look like brains. And when you cut into them, they're kind of sectioned off like an orange, but uh, instead of those membranes that are in between like each section, it's like super thick, and they're kind of green to off-white. And they smell really yummy, like citrus fruit. Um, but they're like gooey inside. <laughs> I can bring one in. Yeah. There's a tree yeah. across the street Please. that has them. They're really neat. Does uh, there's a what across the street? It's an osset orange tree. I don't know what the name of the tree is. Just, just but some like is an osset orange. Just some like just like an, a like alone isolated tree. There's no other trees by it. No, there's lots of other trees. <laughs> we kind of other trees. Osset orange trees? No. Uh, there's some. Uh, just the one. <laughs> just the one. Uh, I think there there's an oak tree. There's uh, different evergreen trees. I don't know. There's a myriad. Or okay. there's a myriad trees. Myriad varieties of trees. Have you seen a kumquat? I have. Yeah. Have you tried one? Probably. Yeah. I Why? used to get them all the time. Yeah? Yeah. I played like kumquat roulette because like half of them were extremely bitter and sour and the other half were really sweet. <laughs> and there's no way to find it? Yeah. I didn't think of any considering I was in grade like four. I've wanted to open up a restaurant and do roulette chicken wings, where if you ordered it, they would all come one way, but then there'd be one wing in the pound that had been marinating in, like, ghost pepper juice. <laughs> the only thing about that is that some of the ghost pepper juice would get on the other chicken wings. Not if, what if you lay them, them all out. That's true. Like, if they like had, on like, a roulette like, like, wheel. Like a, like a yeah. lunch tray, they yeah. all had separate little... They come on a roulette wheel. A heated roulette wheel, so they don't get cold, and they come out, and you can like. And you pick the one that lands in front of you. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's a wonderful idea. Or like the table, the table is like that. Yeah, I spin the whole table. <laughs> drinks everywhere. Yeah, no, well, it's roulette. It's crazy. It's craziness. Yeah, the, the Ooh, they have like little lids and they're like strapped down. Thing could be like a deep fried battered cheddar cheese ball. 
Lots of heart attack. You could do popcorn chicken. What if you put cheese in the middle of the chicken, and so it's like a popcorn, it's like a cheese stuffed popcorn chicken. And then it's like injected with like ghost pepper, like <laughs> stuff. Jalapeno pepper, cheese. Like just like liquefied. It's a jalapeno popper wrapped in Or just, and you could maybe chicken. like, <laughs> mist them afterwards with like pepper spray. She's like a, <laughs> what? <laughs> Anyways, you were saying <laughs> Joker movie? Uh, yeah, I think it's, it's, so. It's surpassed like one billion dollars now. I wonder That's how, a lot of money. Yeah, I wonder how long it will stay in theaters for. Maybe long enough for me to go see it. Maybe. Yeah, it's, it's into November. It released like on the fourth. They're talking about sequels now. Yeah. That they're working on developing one. Uh, how many people have seen Joker? Would you be interested in a sequel? Oh, that, I'm sorry. So Grayson raised his hand and so did Thomas. So <laughs> two of the one, two, three, <laughs> and four, there's five, no six, here. seven people. Anderson's just talking to himself. Yeah, I'm really good with voices. <laughs> I can even make it sound like I'm talking over myself all of the time. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't. I don't think. I don't. Well, I mean, I'd, I'd go see it in a heartbeat, but I don't think it's necessary. I think it would be nice to see a sequel as long as they don't do it just to make more money. That's like, pretty much the reason they make movies. Yeah, but like, if they actually made a good story in the sequel, rather than just to make more money, what would you want to happen, or what could happen? Okay. It might be kind of hard to talk about without spoiling the first one. That's fine. Maybe I would like, like a sequel. Because? I don't know. Sequels are fun. Okay. I feel like... I feel like um, if they did do a sequel, they should show more of the Joker being the classic Joker. But is like, this that character? Well, I, I, I don't know. I, I wasn't saying I that to, to make like, you like shut open, up. Like the, the, thing the is, movie is, opens with him like falling to like a vat of chemicals. <laughs> the thing is, is that I still haven't seen the movie, and I'm not very well versed in the act, like, the other Batman movies as well. So yeah, this one's like it's supposed to be like a whoop whoop realistic whoop whoop take on the Joker. So it's like society like breaks him down. Which, I think it's a good movie. It's disturbing, though. What if they did a sequel? What if there's a whole series of Joker movies and they're all origin stories? And each origin story was different. That'd be like, interesting. Like, like a different actor playing the Joker? Yeah. The Joker first. <laughs> I, think, I think there's plans to do like an origin movie for like the Jared Leto Joker. Well, I'm not really interested in that. But, like, that's, like, I think DC is just, like, announced, like, a ton of movies they're going to do. Mm-hmm. They're just like, we're going to do all these, and then a lot of them don't end up happening. So it's very likely that that might not happen. Okay. Or we could stick with Joaquin Phoenix's Joker and just throw him into different genres. Every movie could be a different genre. Mm-hmm. 
be like Joaquin Phoenix's Joker in like a science fiction space opera. I think so. I think the whole reason, because Joaquin Phoenix was like offered like Doctor Strange and all that, and he didn't take it because he didn't want to be a part of a franchise, right? Mm-hmm. He didn't want to do a bunch of movies. So I'd say maybe if they're gonna do if they're gonna do another one, that's probably just that, and then no more after that. Or maybe he would be in it for a bit, and then there would be maybe like a passing of the torch, because this is set in like this is this is set like thirty thirty five years ago. You know, so suggesting so, that he's not. The, so he's not the actual Joker that like we know. He's just some guy. Okay. That's just something I've heard people talk about. I think that could be not necessarily the like passing of the torch thing to another Joker. Well, I guess kind of, but like that. What if like somebody else, even more un- unhinged, gets the wrong idea? That was something like. Uh, uh, cousin Tom was talking about. Okay, so it'd be like son of the Joker. Maybe not like son, but just somebody else, just some other, just random person. So a random Joker person. Random Joker person. That's what the movie will be. Jo- Joker two, random Joker person. Oh, I like it. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> Anderson. <laughs> I can't help it. Any other news items anybody would like to talk about? I've got news. We'll lay it on us. There's a new anime coming out that I'm I'm interested. It's called No Guns Life. Mm -hmm. And it's like a cyberpunk-esque world like with um, uh, cybernetic enhancements on humans and stuff like that. And you follow a character who's like a nitty-gritty detective sort of thing. Except he's got a gun for a head, so I think that'll be interesting. <laughs> Does he get outlawed? Um, I think he's, like, he's like a private eye, and... I don't, I don't really know. I haven't looked too much into it. I just re- know that he's, like, got a gun for a head. <laughs> what was it called? No Gun... No Gun's Life. No Gun's Life, and he's got a gun for a head. Yeah, I think the first... Four episodes are out um, in English, and the first six are in uh, subbed. Um, I think I'll watch it with my friends and see where the gun detective head man <laughs> takes me. <laughs> Were you tapping your phone? <clears throat> I might have been. Okay. I'm not sure, though. I thought I was hearing some <laughs> sick beats coming from somewhere. It was like... Oh, is that? Yeah. <laughs> I might have been doing that. I think I must have been doing that. Yeah, music in your soul. This is Gunhead nice. Detective Wait, Man. Wait, pun intended? Gunhand Detective Man. Gunhead. Gunhead. I don't okay, know. That would explain why he has a gun for a head. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. I can I don't wanna I don't wanna skip over that joke that Mr. Anderson made. He said you've got music in your soul. Like soul did you mean to do that like a pun? Like soul in my shoe? Uh-huh. <laughs> no, he didn't. Should I join a FaceTime call between my brother, his girlfriend, and my mom? Probably not. <laughs> like right now during the podcast? I go into the hallway. What? <laughs> what do you think the chances are that that will be a good conversation? Slim to none. So maybe you should take that call. Probably should. 
Alright, I'll close the door. Okay. Okay. Are we gonna have to cut that out? If you need um, moral support. No, I think we're fine. I'll just start crying, it's fine. Okay, no crying. Okay. Okay. Laugh maniacally. Uh, just all the time. All Become time. the predecessor to the Joker. You can be <laughs> daughter of the Joker. <laughs> what? Be the daughter of the Joker. That's weird. Okay. okay. That's what Rachel says. What? <laughs> oh no. Oh. You say that's weird all the time. <laughs> Pretty much everything I say, your response is, that's weird. Uh, everything's weird. So. If everything's weird, then nothing is weird because everything's ordinary. Sure. <laughs> as always, your comebacks are sharp as attack. Uh, I don't have any news. What we watched? Sure. Okay. Go for it, Thomas. What'd you watch? Uh, I watched The Office. Pretty funny show. Um, I saw Jojo Rabbit with Hunter. Uh, I think it's a pretty good movie. I won't go into spoilers because I know you want to see it. Mm -hmm. I think it might, today might be the last day it's in theaters though. I'm not 100% sure on that, but I think today's the last night it's showing. Okay. Um, so just FYI. How full was the theater when you saw it? Uh, it was, it was pretty full. Really? Not okay. not like all the way. There was empty seats, but it was it was I'd say maybe half. Okay. But you know, people are like spread out and all that. I I wasn't really paying attention much though to the audience though, obviously because watching the movie. Mm -hmm. Um. I think it's a good movie. It's pretty funny, and it's also really sad and kind of upsetting at points. Did you shed a tear? No, but I was like. There was the hand over the mouth. There was the hereditary hand over the mouth scene. Okay. Probably not as, like, frightening as that, but it, there's a really sad scene involving shoelaces. That's all I'll say. Somebody couldn't tie their shoes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's, there's they a, kept trying to do that, that weird thing where, like, you do, like, the one loop, and then, like, you, like, wrap it around really fast, and you've got, like, a bow, and they couldn't figure it out. They had a meltdown. That was mean learning to tie my laces. I had to do like two bunny rabbit ears all the time. Well, Jojo Rabbit. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I mean, you're, you're not far off. Mm. It's not an angry meltdown though. It's just a sad scene. Mm. I won't, I'm not. I'm gonna stop talking before I say something I shouldn't. Um, that's a good movie though. Um, I watched Terminator Dark Fate, which is the. It's like there. It's like a new like timeline now. So it's like the first one, the second one, and then this one. Um, Joker. Hi, welcome back. Give us a laugh. <clears throat> Do I have to? Yes. That was a great laugh. Okay. I, I need a drink of water first. Okay. Okay. I'll just drink Rachel's. So. Okay. Um, what was I saying? Uh, it's all right. It's not it's not amazing by any like <coughs> measure, but uh, it's not bad. It's it's pretty good, it's pretty fun. But I think now it's just maybe it's time to take a break from the Terminator franchise. 
Just let it rest for a little while. Um, Arnold's pretty funny in it, actually. They don't overdo it with the humor, because he really doesn't say much funny things, but there is one... Uh, there is one really funny line about blinds. Mm -hmm. It'll make a lot more sense if, if you see it. Okay. Trust me. <laughs> I'm not going to go into it now. Um, and the last thing I watched was War for the Planet of the Apes. I think it's a pretty good movie. The motion capture is really good. It's weird because he talks to the main ape, Caesar. He, he's like, at this point, he's like evolved to the point where he's like talking in full sentences. So it's just Andy Serkis has like, like, his like voice coming out of an ape. But I think it's 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 all really good performances, and it's it's a very like Vietnam esque movie. Like, there's all like the like the humans are like trying to like fight the apes and stuff and they have like messages on their like helmets like kind of like in full metal jacket one of them says like bedtime for bonzo it's an old <laughs> movie uh, or it's a, i think it's like a robert redford thing from like a lot a long time ago and there's also stuff like graffiti that says like ape apocalypse now which i feel is a little bit too uh spot on because like the main villain is Woody Harrelson, and he's a lot like Colonel Kurtz in Apocalypse Now. Okay. Like he's like, there's one scene where he's like shaving, like his head with like a straight razor, like a. Was that intentional? Probably, I would assume so. I think it's all like good performances though. It's not, it's not a bad movie. Um, there's even like one like thing where there's like they have like a sign at their compound that said, like the only good Kong is a dead Kong so it's like King Kong but also like Viet Kong mm -hmm. I think is the thing they're kind of pulling in there Okay. so a lot of stuff like that so it is a it's a Vietnam Planet of the Apes movie okay I'm did I watch no I don't think I watched anything did you I've play been, any video games I have been playing video games what'd you play I played the rest of Iconoclast, and I also went back to my old save file and I completed it 100%. There's only like one more achievement I need to get, and then I'll have all of them. How many hours do you think you have dedicated to this game? This game? Mm -hmm. Not a lot. Okay. Somewhere around 30. <coughs> What's a lot for a video game? A lot for a video game? Um, a couple hundred? That's difficult to say. Uh, for me, it's probably around 300 is somewhere around where I've gotten to. You said that pretty easily. Yeah. yeah my Don't cut yourself short. <laughs> um, some of my friends are like way past me though. Um, Do you feel envy? Uh, is the avarice dripping off you? Not completely because first of all, I'm away from my computer every other week for the system that I do for a living, so I can't play video games half the time. And then I don't like multiplayer games as much. I most of the time enjoy single, single players because they have um, more story and stuff like that, which I enjoy more than sh 
shooting other people and hearing nine-year-olds scream at you through a very, very cheap mic. Um, most of my friends do play, like, uh, Overwatch and stuff like that, which are just multiplayer games, and it's the same thing over and over again, and I don't really like it, but... Yeah, I've got a lot of time on some single-player games. Yeah. Um, I also played a little bit of Spelunky with my friends. Spelunky's a really neat game. It was really well made, especially for its time. It was one of the first DLC games to be downloaded on the Xbox 360. And it was a completely randomly generated game. Like, um, and it's really, it's really difficult. Every time you enter the game, it will have a different map and you have to get deeper into a cave. But it's very hard and a lot of people don't like it because they can't make it to like the second level. But yeah, I had fun watching my friends die over and over again in that game. That's about it. Okay. I watched A Nightmare Before Christmas. Yes. It's a Halloween movie. <laughs> oh, oh weren't we talking? Um, we were talking about this last time, right? It hurts. Let's uh, agree to disagree. I watched all three seasons of Atypical. I would like you to defend your stance. No. <laughs> oh. Anderson. But we're back okay. here. We're so back. the whole thing is themed around Halloween and Christmas, but majority of it takes place basically ruining Christmas and turning it into Halloween. But they don't want to. They want to find out what happens. But it happens Christmas anyways. Is. Because they don't understand what Christmas is. And then they realize the majesticness of Christmas and the occasion. And then it cannot be repurposed and reproduced. But Halloween also goes to beep. <laughs> Halloween starts out kind of boring, right? And by rote. And the exciting thing is Christmas. Yeah, because it's new. Mm-hmm. Halloween was new, it would have been just as exciting. But it's not about Halloween being new, it's about Christmas being new. It's a celebration it's of the things that are Christmassy. It's a celebration of Christmas through the perspective of Halloween. They tried to kill Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah, he's that? a tyrant. <laughs> I mean, he lords over all of those elves. Yeah, okay, for. I'm going to explain this, because... No, you don't have to explain it. No, no, I'm going to explain it now. No, no, don't explain it. Just just enter the conversation. People who were there last year will remember. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Will remember. Just enter the conversation. That's that's all I'm going to say. In the movie Santa Claus, Santa falls off a roof and dies. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, don't they, like, you're like, hey, and they, like... Yeah. Does that mean... And they don't call the... Because Santa dies? No, it's just a Christmas movie. Yeah. Santa dying has nothing to do with it being about Santa Claus and Christmas or not. Yeah. Santa Claus is in it, which makes it a Christmas movie. Okay. Um, also, I just have a side comment about the movie. So when I was watching it, there was a line that apparently I never noticed. But someone, like one of the homeless monsters, calls Jack Bone Daddy. Mm-hmm. I thought that was so funny. <laughs> that is... <laughs> we must have different sense of humor. <laughs> no. What are the homeless 
Who are the homeless guys? Like are those the musicians? Yeah. Yeah, like the street musicians. He's like, hey, home daddy, bone daddy, home yeah. daddy. Boom, <laughs> I think I vaguely remember that. I think I, I think I remember that actually. He's got a big like underbite. And one of them, like, doesn't like one of the guys have, like, a guitar with, like, a head inside, like, the mm-hmm. sound hole? Which I just found out that's the, that's what it's called. Sound hole. A sound hole. And you'd think they'd come up with something a little bit more... Better than sound it's, hole. It's appropriate. Yeah, I, I guess so. So is Bone Daddy your new favorite part of that movie? <laughs> My favorite part is when the, the big kind of zombie-looking guy... But the axe in his head approaches the bunny rabbit. Bunny. He's like, bunny. <laughs> and there it runs. Yeah, that's my favorite. What was his name? Bub? Get a name. Bunny or the axe head dude? The axe head dude. Who's your favorite character? The one that says Bone Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your favorite character? Uh, I like the three trick-or-treaters. Uh, mm. What are the names? Lock. Lock, Stock, and Barrel? Yeah. <laughs> I need to watch Nightmare Before Christmas and Corpse Bride because I'm continuously getting the two confused for some reason. I'd How? skip Corpse Bride all I don't I know. I love that movie. I'd, it's okay. I'm it's having trouble separating movie. it. I'm, I don't um, know. Corpse Bride? Yeah. The, the skeleton-y one is the girl. Yeah. And Nightmare Before Christmas is the skeleton guy. Jack Skellington is, a, is the boy. Yeah. I'm not sure how you're getting those two confused, though. It's just two stories okay. about skeleton people. One's a Christmas movie. Yeah. And the other one <laughs> oh, no. the other is Halloween. a romance, a Halloween romance. Yes. yes. There you go. Well, so now you have a Christmas movie and a Halloween movie. Yeah, see? Christmas is in the title of the movie. So is Nightmare. But it's not the Halloween before Christmas. <laughs> I have had nightmares. Halloween is always before, before Christmas. Christmas. So if they called it that, it wouldn't make any or sense. Or Christmas is always before Halloween, depending on how you look at it. No. Christmas yeah. is going to happen before Halloween Christmas. now. Yeah, but well, that's now, next but it's, but it's January first. January first to December thirty first. Halloween and then Christmas. Yes, Halloween is before Christmas. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. Other times. For like but what a month is the and a half. Of the holiday? For like a month and a half. What does the placement of the holiday have to do with The Nightmare Before Christmas being a Christmas movie? What? <laughs> that doesn't make sense. What does Halloween oh. happening before Christmas, what does that have to do with A Nightmare Before Christmas being a Christmas movie? Because you said it's not called Halloween before Christmas. Oh, exactly. But that wouldn't make sense if they called that because Halloween is always before Christmas. Okay, so it could well, be just any Halloween. But Halloween isn't always before Christmas. Yes, it is. No, it's not. In a single year, it <laughs> Maybe is. Maybe it's just like happening over the American Thanksgiving. <laughs> like you know, they happen in a stupid place. The American <laughs> Thanksgiving before Christmas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's when you're supposed to watch it at the end of November. But Halloween is done. Halloween is finished. They, they, the first five minutes of the movie is about Halloween. The rest of it is about Christmas. Being ruined by Halloween. But it's still about Christmas. And Halloween. 
when it it is about both. Why don't we just watch it at Easter? But it is a Christmas (laughs) movie. Yeah, when when Bone Daddy is (laughs) is in the forest with those doors, he sees one of the doors is an Easter egg. So I think it's an Easter movie. I agree with. But there's also like St. Patrick's (laughs) Day. But the majority of the movie is not about Easter. A small section of it is. Just like a small section of the movie is about Halloween. The majority of the movie is about Christmas. Not. It's like almost 50-50. You Halloween, know, you know those people who like celebrate Christmas too early, like before Halloween? Like mm-hmm. me? People like me. Well, countdown to Christmas. Exactly. Oh I'm starting like my birthday, which is in September, you know? So I'm starting then the countdown to Christmas. So like once Halloween rolls around, I'm already trying to get Christmassy. So like it is a nightmare before Christmas. Because had... it's, it's happening at Halloween, <laughs> but I want it to be Christmas. <laughs> I have a Christmas tree in my basement, and it's been up the entire year. That makes me very happy. I haven't taken it down. Well, it's too late to take it down now. Well, yeah, I'm you like, can take it down and then bring it back up and like. My a mom, weeks. my mom will go like, "We should take that tree down," and then I just glare at her for a few minutes. <laughs> and then a she few gets minutes. the message. She she stares at you, and you stare at her for a few minutes. I stare at her, and she Flip tries to stare back. She's <laughs> just. It's too powerful, man. <laughs> I won a staring contest in English class before you got here, actually. Okay. Yeah. Before Anderson was born. Yeah. Kewen, before Anderson got here, Kewen won a staring contest. Yeah. Did you have a beard then? Yes. Hmm. Okay, so we can all agree that a nightmare for Christmas no. is a <laughs> No. <laughs> it's an American Thanksgiving movie. We do it is about being thankful. You're see, you're welcome. I have f- fixed the problem. But yeah, so, okay, so let's. I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna agree. It's a, it's a nut. It's a Christmas movie. No. We all agree. Uh, it is a Christmas. No. It's movie. It's pretty Halloweeny though. It's a. It is Halloweeny. Yes. November, yes. Halloween. Most of it's a Halloween. Like the main like it's thing a November of it movie. is. Yep. It's a Movember. It's a November oh. movie. <laughs> I think it's a movie. Yeah, let's just agree on that. It's a movie. Yeah. No. It's a okay. November, December movie. I watch well, it in October. Well, why don't I we... watch it in like June. You can watch it anytime you want. Exactly. How about how about let's just like just say it's like fine. not get specific and say it's an October to December movie. I like no. that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> There's too much December. snow in the movie. Yes. Yeah. Which happens in what winter. What if you live yeah. in Alaska? What if you live in Alaska? Yeah. But it's not in Alaska. We don't know where it's it is. October. It's in a forest. It's hailed in July. So it can snow in October. When my mom was a kid. But it doesn't snow in Halloween Town because watch... that is an October place. It can snow if it wants to. It can <laughs> snow in October. What it time it snowed in June? Yeah. My Sometimes mom it doesn't. If you watch this movie in, in June, you're a monster. True. <laughs> I don't like you anymore. The feeling is mutual. All right. All right. It's about Halloween. <laughs> 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 but it's not about Halloween. Oh my God, Anderson! Can we do it? It is. It is completely about Christmas. It's like Halloween. This is physically like taxing right now. Can we just like move on? <laughs> We're gonna be talking about this for like the rest fine, of the freaking fine, podcast. If we fine, move on. fine. What else did you watch? <laughs> Any more Halloween movies? No, I also watched Let It Snow. Don't watch it. It's just bad. Is that that new Christmas movie on Netflix? Mm-hmm. 
this gonna one lady it. who's just no? always okay. wearing tinfoil and she never explains it. She's okay. Like, so what's what's this movie about? It's <laughs> like a bunch of romances. None of them make any sense. Some famous guy and some girl whose mom is sick with I don't even know what. She's just coughing. <laughs> Tuberculosis. <laughs> Tragic. And she's like, oh, like her mom starts, starts coughing. She's like, oh my god, are you okay? And I was like, okay, but like, why is it so serious that she's coughing? Like, that was never explained, so it didn't make a lot of sense to me. And then the famous guy was what like... What kind of cough was it? Was it like... <coughs> <laughs> no, it was like... <coughs> no, just like a, like, almost like a bad winter cold. So she got a Those carrot in her throat. <laughs> I'm sorry, she's a what in her throat? Carrot in her throat. Okay. Y'all agree with that. I don't know. I've had a carrot caught in my throat before, like little chunks that you just like get caught in the back of your throat and you just, you like, gotten, you're like, like dying. Have you ever gotten like the popcorn kernel like parts of it <gasps> after it's yes. been popped stuck in your throat and it's stabbing your neck? And it's just your, Anybody like, ever gotten like like a string of spaghetti? Uh-huh. Like and, that, and and it's like and it's like it's like still in your mouth, but it's like in your Down. throat. Down. Like, yes. Have you ever like, had like, hair stuck in? Like, have you ever had hair in your mouth and you just like you pull it out of your mouth and then like there's just like food chunks on you? <laughs> That's <laughs> never happened no. to me. I've never had like a floss like experience oh. with hair in my mouth. Ooh. <laughs> Let me speak about flossing. I had a friend who at dinner, if we were having spaghetti, he would put the spaghetti in his mouth like a long strand, and then he kind of like snort. <laughs> Did it come and out? then like and then like he like he closed one nostril <laughs> and pushed the air out of his nose and the oh. <laughs> he could get it he could get the spaghetti coming out of both nostrils and then he would floss with it. Oh, oh my god! Is that was that Daniel? No, this was Lindsay. Just oh. using that. That's oh. amazing. Mm-hmm. Wait, is Lindsay a boy or a girl? Boy. A boy. Yeah. That's fun. I would love to that see that a woman charming. do that though. Was this like years ago, or is this like? It was years ago. Okay. Yeah. No, my current friends don't do that. <laughs> I thought, I thought this was like recently, like at like a family dinner or something. So I'm curious about this tinfoil lady. Was she a robot? No, she was like an old woman, and apparently there are like conspiracy theories about her that like she used to work for NASA, or she was like protecting herself from aliens, and they'd be like, "So can you like explain the tinfoil?" And she'd be like, "No, don't even ask." She'd be like offended, but it made no sense. So this is a movie that was about NASA and conspiracies? Aliens. It was an alien movie. Might as well, but... Yeah? Was it a Halloween movie? No. Okay. That's all. Okay. I watched Swiss Army Man. Why? I don't know. Just because? I was re-watching it, and uh, my brother thinks it's a terrible movie. What do you think? Uh, it kind of is, but I enjoy the first half. Um, I watched half of Criminal. I lost interest. Uh, I think I saw that. I don't know. They, like, put in other dude's memories. Yeah, Kevin know. Costner, right? He's I don't know. Okay. Actors. Um, I watched a few episodes of Explained on Netflix with my brother. Uh, we started rewatching The Exorcist, which is anime. Or no, it's Blue Exorcist. I don't know. It's crazy. Um, my mother hates it. Wow. Wait, wait. Uh, it's an anime version of The Exorcist? No, it's the it's Blue Exorcist. I don't know. He's like the son of Satan or something. And my mom is just like 
gone when we turned it on. <laughs> Has she caught you watching it? Um, well, she was up in her bedroom and we were watching it and she just kind of slammed the door. <laughs> she didn't come downstairs and tell you not to? Uh, she yelled at us to turn it down okay. and then her bedroom door was open because my dad is just, he, he's walking around and then she slammed it closed again. Okay. She didn't want to, like, cleanse your soul? No. No? Okay. I don't, I don't think she enjoys exorcism movies. And uh, I started watching the third season of The Crown because I was bored. The Crown. Did that help with your boredom? Yes. <laughs> I was just listening to a podcast, like, like 15 minutes ago, and they're talking about, like, going and watch the third season of The Crown. Hmm. Okay. What a quinky dink. Yeah. Emily? Um, well, Friday night, I watch Pride and Prejudice. And then Saturday night, I watch Pride and Prejudice again. <laughs> the, the third night you watch Pride and Prejudice and Zombies? No. That's no. a thing, by the way. It, I know it's a thing. I've seen it <laughs> four times. But, like, Pride and Prejudice, it just, like, gives me all the feels, and I love it, and it makes me happy. And when Mr. Darcy is... Like, when they're in the rain, under that thing, after she visits her friend who married her cousin, and he's just, like, listing all the things why they shouldn't, why he shouldn't love her, and then he's just like, I love you, and then she's just, like, giving him the, what are you on look, you know, and I love it. And then when the old lady, um, sorry, (laughs) the old lady, um, I forget her name, though. With the really poofy hair. Anyway, when she just, just like call her visits, Edith Piot for yeah. Now. When when like she visits Elizabeth and it's just like you better not be trying to get my nephew away from my daughter and it's just like one I think that's kind of gross because like I know they didn't a couple hundred years ago the nephews and the cousins and the that didn't really bother them but it really bothers me. Kissing cousins. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah. But it's just like, and then at the end, they're just like all in love. And then I forgot. I thought that um her father died from laughter. Like he just had a heart attack while he died. But that's not how that happened. That's the end of Mary Poppins. Yeah, yeah I was just, just going to say that. That's what happens in that. Yeah. Yeah. But I love that. Isn't Snape the um the father? Or like the character? Alan actor? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is he? I don't know. I don't remember. Me neither. I saw his face. He looked his face. I don't know. I love Alan. Well, I loved Alan Rickman. You can still love him. Okay. I still love him. I still love his movies. Alright. And then, you know, there's always Channel 27. The <laughs> non-stop Christmas movies. <laughs> Have you seen this one that Beverly um, was talking about? Netflix keeps telling me to watch it. Same. But then it's just like, I don't want to. And now I'm not going to. <laughs> the W Network has made a show called Nancy Drew. They made a Nancy Drew show. And it really bothers me how different it is from the books. And I know you're all, the books and the movies and the TV shows can be different. But it's just like, you know what? No, they can't. They have to be the same. I saw like a poster for that at like a bus stop. And it looked like they were trying to, like, do, like, some weird, like, gritty reboot of, like, Nancy Drew. Is that right? Yeah, I 
think so. There's a ghost and yeah, you know, Nancy Drew was meant for like thirteen-year-olds, and then there's just like a bunch of sex in this show, and <laughs> Anderson's eyes just like shot out <laughs> of his skull. His head. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, that was me. What did you watch, Grayson? I only remember like part of what I watched, which was like what I watched last night, and I watched Oceans. <laughs> Oceans? Thirteen. Thirteen. I've seen none of them. I saw the new one with the girls, actually. What's Oceans Thirteen about? Um, someone was co-owning a casino, mm-hmm. and then, like, they get forced to, like, give up that, their half. So oh. then their friends go and, like, rob the casino. That's fun. Have you ever wanted to try and reenact any of the Oceans movies? I, I would think it'd be very hard to reenact an Oceans movie. That's you could do a one-man show. Yeah. You as all of the 13. That's and the ocean. <laughs> 13 Oceans. I could see it. I would watch that. I would pay to watch that, probably. It's going to come to the coffee house. Ooh. The next coffee house. What like like is it Grayson like a, as like like a live show ocean or like uh, o- Ocean and the Thirteen, Ocean and the Thirteen Men. Grayson just wearing all blue, dancing on the stage. He's I got would, like little projections be... of like all the of like himself in different costumes, and he's like just interacting with the. <laughs> I would I would watch that. I would go see that. I feel like I feel like somebody could make that really funny. This guy. Right <laughs> yeah, here. this one. Grayson, you should I, do it. You, you make it funny. You'd make it great. There's we so dare you. Characters, you'd, you'd, you'd climb the corporate ladder. You'd become like... I don't know why I said corporate ladder. You'd become a businessman after this. <laughs> you could kill off some of the characters early if you wanted to. <laughs> kill off kill off 12 characters, <laughs> plus the ocean, in like the first like five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Try off the, the ocean. ocean. <laughs> and then like all the guys are like, let's go on a sailing ship. And then they all drown. <laughs> <laughs> And the one who was afraid of the boat just stayed home, and then he's yeah. crying on the shore. And he's like, well, oh, all the, those 12 other guys are dead now. I guess it's just me. We're just really, like, diving deep into this. When did this become a, a, boat, a, a boat? I, <laughs> I like that it was a sailing boat. <laughs> no, a sailing ship. It's got to be a sailing boat. Yes. It could have just been one of those floaty boats. <laughs> like a, a sailing boat. A buoy. Yeah. Isn't a buoy one of those things that sticks up out of the water? Yeah. Yeah. But, okay. <laughs> it floats. It does float. Hmm. Whatever Anything floats else? your boat. Ocean's 13. What'd you think? Best of the Ocean's movies? Uh, I liked it. I've seen it many times, but... I, I just... I like how they can think and plan all that, and then, like, he doesn't realize the... The guy who runs the casino. Because he's got, like, a bit of an ego. Mm. (laughs) Like, is it Anderson ego big? Or is it, like, normal person ego big? (laughs) Atomic ego. (laughs) Be careful how you answer this question. (laughs) How about, um... 
Or is it like <laughs> Rachel Ego Big? What? <laughs> Do I have one? Thanks. <laughs> How about um, more of a. Uh, not Anderson, but. <laughs> Slanderson. More. Maybe bigger than Anderson. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Anything else? Not that I remember. No. I watched Die Hard for the first time this Christmas season. With your son? With my sons. Keaton, uh, it was difficult to keep him in the room. Xander said that it was okay. Really? <laughs> Broke my heart. <laughs> this is like, we were like really building up to this on the last podcast. Yep. So I don't want to talk about it. Uh, it's amazing. I love the <laughs> score and the what? I'm not talking about it and then I talked about it. <laughs> Alan Rickman, who is not in Pride and Prejudice. I think you're thinking of Donald Sutherland. I don't know. The difference between um, Alan Rickman is an amazing villain. There's a scene where he shoots a gun in the air and he looks like John Travolta mid like seventies disco dance. <laughs> the score is good. It is. Um, the the use of the symphony in, in multiple different ways is pretty neat. And what I noticed this time, two things. So many characters have storylines uh, that I don't think you get that kind of detail with characters anymore. But it seemed like almost anybody that had screen time had some sort of story that was going on with them. And then there's the the cop um, that John McClane is talking Paul to Powell. on the outside. Powell. Yeah. Who's no longer really working the street anymore. And he tells this little story. Yeah. And it kind of shocked me this time. I don't know why it didn't occur to me. Again, where John McClane is like, hey, Powell, why aren't you still like walking the streets and doing the beat? And he's like, well, I had this bad day on the job where I shot a kid... I thought he had a gun, but it was just a toy. The one thing they don't teach you at cop school is to deal with making a mistake. He shot a kid with a toy, like who had a toy gun, and he shot him. And I get the feels that he killed the kid. Maybe he shouldn't have a job anymore where he carries a gun. He just seems so like, like it wasn't like poor kid. It was like, now I can't do my job anymore and that's bad on me he killed a kid <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing I don't know it just I was a little surprised by that um and then Movie logic yep and then I also watched uh Dragged Across Concrete directed by S. Craig Zaylor uh starring Mel Gibson and Vince Vaughn they play uh two cops who uh, are accused of using unnecessary force with some uh, criminals, and they are given a little break from doing their job without pay, and so to make ends meet, they have to start doing uh, unlegal stuff. Unlegal Unlegal stuff. Stuff. Okay. Uh, it's slow, but the acting's pretty good. It's also really long. It's 158 minutes. Vince Vaughn and... Oh, wow. Who 
who's the other guy? Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson. Is it a is it new Mel Gibson or like old Mel Gibson? It's Mel Gibson as of 2019. He's really good. He's a good actor. From all signs, a horrible human. Yeah. <laughs> but a pretty darn good actor and uh, and a really good director. But he did not direct this movie. Um, it was good. It was really gritty, uh, slow, uh, lots of character. I enjoyed it. What's it called? Directed across Directed concrete. Across concrete. Um, directed by the same guy who did uh, Cell Block. Oh. Uh, oh. Brawl in Cell Block 99 and Bone Tomahawk. I, I, I looked. I, is the Cell Block one, is that any good? That's pretty good. Also pretty slow. The same. I, Bone Tomahawk, I think, of that my favorite I've but it's that one's disturbing it, it's got a couple things it, it's it's a western movie which I like mm-hmm. it's a horror movie which is also whoo yeah that's got me going and it has Kurt Russell with a beard yeah. so like oh my beautiful, God. beautiful oh, man does he have the hair he doesn't have the hair does he it's 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 almost shoulder length but he makes up for it because this beard has like a twirly mustache yeah so I think I've like, seen that and uh, there's that other guy Jenkins. Yeah. Um, it's pretty good. It's got a very creative use of a flask. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, and then I also watched Midsommar, directed by Ari Aster, who directed Beverly's favorite comedy. <laughs> Um, hereditary. Uh, this movie uh, was beautiful to look at. No spoils. I still want to watch it. Very colorful, very crisp, very dreamlike. Um, it's about um, a group of friends, more or less, and they um, they decide to go to um, Sweden. A small little commune in Sweden. Um, there's a, a group of guys, and they all go to university together. And one of the guys has a girl who um, her sister... Uh, I don't think this is really spoiler. Um, her sister suffers from mental illness, and this girl uh, kind of needs a, a break from stuff. And so she's invited to go on this trip with these guys who are like university friends. The guys don't really want her to go, but she's invited because she needs a distraction. Everybody assumes that she's going to say no, but she goes anyway. And so they go to this commune. And, um... Shocking things happen at the commune? No. It's, uh... I found it very enthralling. Um, It's pretty long, but it didn't feel long interesting character portraits um the violence is um maybe not unlike green room uh very graphic and uh alarming i didn't think like the midsummer festival is a real thing so i looked up the movie midsummer and then i got like a bunch of pictures of like oh this is real <laughs> i thought it was like just like some like because it seems it seems like a and you know Maybe I'm wrong, but from what I've seen from the trailers, it looks like it's kind of like a cult type thing. And I'm like, well, that's kind of hereditary-ish, you know, with the naked I, old people. So I was like, oh, this makes sense. But then yeah, I was like, oh, this is, a, I was like, 
But then it was like, oh, so it's another cult thing. It's Ari Aster. He did it in Hereditary. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. But it's a real thing, I guess. I prefer this to Hereditary. Really? It seems more even. Hereditary, it, it seems like a like a family drama, a horrific family drama yeah. for, for half. And then when it gets into the supernatural, it, it feels funny. Not funny the way you think it's funny. <laughs> oh, yeah, you, you were... Decapitated dumb. children, I don't find it hilarious. Um, but when the horror spooky stuff happens the way that... Particularly, I forget the, the son's name. The way that he responds Eat seems goofy. And the movie kind of... I feel like it, it straddles a line between trying to be horrific, but like a little tongue-in-cheek at the same time. But Midsommar... Watch it. I watch it. Pretty high recommendation. Alright. Um, I, I heard it didn't... I, did, I don't think it did very well. In theaters, did it? No, I think Hereditary... But it's also an A24 movie, right? Yeah, but so was Hereditary. But Hereditary had this sort of right. push behind it where it's like the scariest movie you'll ever see in your life. Was it? No. Funniest movie you'll ever see in your life? I have yet to have anything make me laugh more. (laughs) (laughs) You could talk to somebody about that. Not not me. (laughs) Okay. Um, Okay, so that's what I watched. Oh, I also started watching Community again. Is that, that's not on Netflix, is it? No, it's on Prime. Oh, I also got the Disney streaming service. Have you watched anything? A lot of The Simpsons with the kids. And uh, Xander thinks it's the funniest thing. The Simpsons? He laughs so hard, like loud belly laughs. It's, <laughs> it's surprised. A funny, like, it's a funny he, show. He is surprised by the jokes. Like things will happen and it'll take a minute to catch up and then he just bursts out laughing. It's a funny show. It's clever. It's very funny. Um, it's a lot of smart people behind the like writing. Yeah. Like, a lot of like Harvard graduates and stuff, I think. Uh, he wanted to start at the beginning. I recommended that he not start there because it's pretty rough. Told him like that, he, that he could go back afterwards and and give it a go. But I think if he watched it from season one, I don't think he would have liked it at all. So I recommended it start around season six or seven. And he's he's digging it quite a bit. Uh, there are some Marvel shorts. We haven't watched Mandalorian yet. Is there that, uh, like those, like, what if things? Is that out yet? No, I think that's coming later. I, I think for the most part, most of those things... We're going to get some Marvel TV shows at the end of 2020, or maybe halfway through. Yeah, that's a, that's a long way to wait for like releasing it now. Yeah. Because there's I, not really much draw to it other than just Disney movies, right? The catalog's pretty good. I was hoping that there'd be some Fox content in there, but it's not. I think that stuff's on Hulu right now. Knowing Disney, they'll get everything in the end, probably. <laughs> yeah, but I think they want this to be their PG service. Oh, really? Yeah. Some Pixar shorts. Anybody? I forget what it's called. Anybody see the one where there's uh, this... Uh, I think she's Japanese mom. She makes um, <gasps> dumplings. Little, oh, that little, was adorable. I think I've heard of that. Is it like a little dumpling baby thing? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that looks oh just God. like her son. It's adorable. Yeah. I cried. And then some beats it. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Spoilers. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. But it, like, like good Pixar, it's it's funny. 
and cute and also sad. I think if you look closely in that one, you can see that it's in Canada. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. It was like the CN Tower or something. Okay. Hmm. It's nice to get some Canadian representation on yeah. big companies like that. Did you know that in Zootopia, um, in each country that it aired in, one of the newscasters was like their animal? So like Canada had the moose, mm-hmm. China had a panda bear. Pretty cool. Yeah, I yeah. like that. That's kind of funny. Okay, uh, so we're going to talk about green room? Yes. Okay. I keep okay. doing a lot of weird stuff with my hands. I keep like, doing these trying to flourishes. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, why I'm trying to ignore you? No, why oh, I'm doing okay. all these flourishes. So you understand why I'm trying to ignore you. <laughs> yes. Okay, okay. Uh, so, uh, green room, directed by Jeremy Saulnier, uh, who also directed Blue Ruin and Hold the Dark. And he also did uh, a Halloween movie. <laughs> uh, was it called Halloween Town? No, it was not. Um, let me look it up. It's it's an interesting Halloween movie um, called Murder Party. Oh, that's on Netflix. I wanted to watch that. Is it? It's good? cute. Yeah, I've heard it's. I liked it. That was his first. It's definitely. It, it's not great. Is it like a like. It's fun. Is it like the like Shaun of the Dead equivalent to? Like, I would dial your expectations down more, but like, like where it's like Shaun of the Dead, it's pretty good, but like compared to some of the stuff he like Edgar Wright is releasing now. Oh, I think you would find people that that like Shaun of the Dead just as much, if not more than. No, no, I like Shaun of the Edgar Dead, Wright. but like for his like first movie, like I would say I think I like like Hot Fuzz better. I think I agree with you. Um, although I think those two movies are the peak of Edgar Wright's storytelling. Like, I, I think they're pretty neck and neck. Yeah. Um, I would say World's End is a step down. Scott Pilgrim is a step down from that. Baby Driver is maybe... You hate Baby Driver. I don't hate it. In response to everybody that gushed over it as much as they did, I, I think that it's um, maybe lauded more than it should be. Well, definitely. I I, I, it, it bugged me a little bit, but um, yeah, Murder Parties is definitely not as good as Green Room, but it, it's a fun little movie. Where I think that you might enjoy the pitch of this. Um, there are some people, and they want to um, they want to murder somebody as art, and so they decide that they're going to have like this Halloween party and just invite random strangers and then kill them. It's pretty funny. Macon Blair's in that too. He's also in Green Room and Blue Ruin. Every time you say blue room, blue ruin, it sounds like blue room. Blue ruin. Yeah, but is that they're gonna make like? When a, I say green room, does it sound like green ruin? Yeah. No. Okay. Uh, I think it's because we keep talking about blue, like <laughs> green room, and then you go with like blue ruin. So. Uh, is it just gonna have like a rainbow of rooms? Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be like a trilogy. So there's green room, blue room. Well, well there, it's more than a trilogy. Could be for a the red rainbow. room. Red room. Red room. <laughs> red room. Yeah, because it sound, they all sound similar, <laughs> but not the same. Red room. Uh, green room. Blue ruin. Red broom. Yellow. Jello. Spoon. Yellow red spoon. spoon. <laughs> uh, Orange. Torque. Tor- tor- what, turquoise. What turquoise. <laughs> turquoise. Turquoise. Turquoise moon. 
I think I don't, no? I don't know. I think we're kind of straying away now. Okay. <laughs> I think we started straying away with like Yellow Spoon. <laughs> Plaid Tune. <laughs> Plaid Tune. Platoon. Platoon. Okay. Yeah. Anywho. Um, so the uh, synopsis on uh, Internet Movie Database is pretty short. It is a punk rock band is forced to fight for survival after witnessing a murder at a neo-Nazi skinhead bar. What are your thoughts of uh, Green Ruin? You guys didn't see it. It sounded wonderful, though. I watched 20 minutes of it. Okay. Uh, I think I got to the part where they stabbed the one dude to cover up the other stabbing. Mm. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, that's, that's about it. So. Okay. What did you think of the 20 or so minutes? Uh, they have terrible music. Okay, maybe not the best um, band. <laughs> I don't know, that's all I got. Okay, bad music. Yeah. It was alright. Okay. I enjoyed it. I love this movie. I think it's pretty incredible. It's disgusting. The gore. The gore is very effective and doled out in parcels. Yeah, short bursts. And uh, the first maybe half hour lulls you into, I think, a a place of not expecting what you get. And then the first first bit. um, Yeah, I I think that the hand thing, the wrist, the arm. It was hanging off there, man. (laughs) It was hanging. Poor Thomas. You're convulsing. I was. I, I. I. have. I have right to like act that way because it was disgusting. It was. It was. And I can usually handle gore pretty well, but this was. This was something. This is a whole new. Breed. They set it up as being real, though. I'm sure yeah. you've seen more gory things. But I don't. I don't know. But no. maybe. 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 I, well, I probably have, but in more, less realistic ways. So maybe. Maybe that's why I was like. Ugh. Well, I think there's that. I think the depiction of it was realistic. The scenario seems plausible and realistic mm-hmm. and that a lot of it happens off screen his like his hands behind the door and then he and pulls then, it in and then he's in the way he sells it the yeah it's also like not to say that it's not normal for like adults to like cry or anything but it's kind of disconcerting to hear like a like a, a grown man kind of like cry in that in the way he was mm-hmm. um i i mentioned jeremy Saulnier as the director but uh should have mentioned because I think that there's some really good acting in this too. Um, Anton Yelchin, um, uh, Patrick Schuess, who what? Anton, Anton Yelchin. Yelchin. He's, What's he done? He's the kid with the uh, the severed wrist. Oh, okay. Uh, he was in Star Trek. Which one? He was Chekhov with the Russian accent. Yeah, no, I know Chekhov. Uh, I'm just trying to, because he's, he's a, uh, I'm just trying to, because I, I'm wondering when you say Chekhov, I think of Chekhov from the original mm-hmm. series, which is what I'm watching now. I'm trying to think of him as Chekhov. That's kind of funny. He was in uh, Burying the X. Burying the X Burying or Axe? Burying the X. X. Okay. Um, he was in Troll Hunters, who's a voice on that cartoon? Um, not a lot, but I think he's pretty good. Um, uh, he plays Pat, right? Yeah, that's Pat, right? Um, 
but he's uh, sadly dead. Now. Really? Yeah. Yeah, he died, uh, I think, two years ago. Uh, he, some weird uh, car recall thing. Um, there is a, a problem with his parking brake, and mm. he parked it on like a on a hill, and he went behind it, and it ran him over. Oh, okay. Yeah, poor Anton Yelchin. Left behind a pretty good legacy. Um, so Patrick Stewart's also in it. Um, this is an interesting role for him to take. Patrick Stewart? Yeah. Uh, Macon Blair. I'm just looking for... And Imogen Potts. Um, so we were talking about Anton Yelchin and him pulling his hand and, and, and his crying, the way that he sold it. I, I think it's fantastic that he just full of balls. Yeah. That that happened. He just, he cries. And he like ugly snot dripping out of his nose crying not your typical guy in a movie like this who gets injured and he's like oh i'm gonna walk it off like he's i ain't got time to bleed <laughs> uh i think that made it real mm-hmm. like what like what what did they have that like did that that's what like it was it was hanging man yep. like what was that what did they have i don't know i think it was those like machete things was it um yeah maybe I like how like when they like went out there like the one girl like javelin like a like a fluorescent light bulb tube thing. Well, that's an interesting element of the movie is that, and I think it adds to the to the reality as reality as well that on either side, whether it's the skinhead side or it's the punk band side, they had the worst plans. They don't think they're just making it up as they go. They're not really sure what they're doing. They're trying to cover their tracks. Everything that the the band does to get out, none of it works. They're not using their weapons well or properly. They don't know what they're doing, but neither does anybody else. And mm-hmm. they're they're just frantically trying to get out of the situation on both sides, which is kind of neat. Mm-hmm. Thoughts? Um, I don't know. I thought it was interesting. It surprised me at some points, like when she like cut off his stomach. I wasn't expecting, uh, yeah. that, but it was kind of like, oh, okay. <laughs> that was that was okay. that was the one that got to me. It was, and that's also yeah because it's like, how do you know if he's out? And she's just like, well, we can do uh-huh. this. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, that was that's a thing. <laughs> For sure. Um, interesting casting, I think, all the way around. Uh, not people that particularly look like they would be in movies. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Just like not quite your typical attractive people. And even Patrick Stewart as like an, a bad skinhead. Yeah. It was really like he's John Luke Picard and Professor X, and I don't think I've like ever seen him play skin- a bad guy. Well, like a mm-hmm. bad skinhead. Mm-hmm. Is there like such a thing as a like, good skinhead? Uh, just because you're a skinhead doesn't always mean you're racist. There are non-racist what? skinheads. I'm not really, what is a skinhead? Well, typically they're racist people. <laughs> um, it's a they're they're called neo Nazis because they're like the new Nazi, mm-hmm. and so yeah, they're just white supremacists. Yeah. Why did they have to be Nazis? It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't really come into play or anything. Yeah, because the band's all white. Mm-hmm. One of them is Jewish, I think, but that's hmm? a drug dealers. But they could it could have just been like the mob. It could have just been a bar that the mob. cooks up 
meth in the basement. It, like, yeah. Is it just so we automatically hate them? Probably. It's a, it's a pretty, like, you're like skinheads, they're not good people. <laughs> like, automatically. If this was maybe in the 1940s, we'd give them, like, a mustache and a black hat. And today we can just say skinheads. Short form for bad people. I was just wondering if it adds anything to it. No? Okay. Good conversation, y'all. Mm -hmm. um, Patrick Stewart's performance? Head skinhead? Head skinhead? <laughs> yeah, the skinniest of heads. Uh, I really liked his performance. I thought it was really understated. Really... I don't know. Uh, he had it... He held it together so well and he was so soft-spoken that that's like it was kind of not like a cartoon but at the same time it was kind of creepy too um sorry to interrupt but hunter has uh some words he'd like to say okay uh it's his best work so the director uh Macon blair is lovable his character isn't nazis aren't lovable five out of five Anton Yelchin is amazing. The end. Okay. Did he actually say the end? The end, yeah. Or did he say the end? He said the end. The end. The end. Uh, <laughs> I, I do like Megan Blair in this, and I agree that... Is that... That's the, that's the skinhead who tries to handle the situation before Patrick Stewart shows up. Oh, the, the one, short guy? Yeah, and the one that gets his red laces on that night mm -hmm. who says, I want to go to prison. Yeah. And they walk back with him, and, and he's like, I'll walk into town and tell the cops. And I kind of believe it. It's a, it's a neat character to have that sort of, I think, realization on stage that he's doing something that he doesn't want to do and that he wants to be punished for his involvement. Yeah. And he just looks really sad. It's like, like this cute When you cut when him, like, power washing the wall, and he's just like... Are they yelling to him or something and he can't hear them? Yeah. And he's like... Uh, he kind of looks like uh, Boyle from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, he wrote and directed I Don't Feel at Home in This World Anymore as well, which mm -hmm. I, I give a pretty solid recommend to as well. Um, there's a slow build to the movie. You get to spend a, a lot of time with the band before they uh, end up in their major conflict, which is nice. Uh, Thomas, you would call it slice of life. Uh, but we just get to hang out with them a little bit, get to know them as people, so when bad things are happening, we can feel for them. Yeah. It's pretty slow, kind of art housey feeling. Yeah, and again, it's, you know, it's an A24 movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, Imogen Poots is really neat. She's the, the blonde. Mm. I like her performance. She's really creepy. Odd. Yeah. What's, what's uh, the line she says when she flicks when the, the lights? Light, go, like, the lights go out. It's like, don't, don't do anything? Or? No, she's like, careful now. Careful now, yeah. yeah. 
And I like so she goes over to the other guy and she like lights the, the cigarette for him. Yeah. If the cherry does something you don't like, if, shoot it. Yeah. So, so what? What did she say? If the well, the lights went out, right? Yeah. And so, she's thinking and she's like, she gives the guy a cigarette and then like if the the heater on the cigarette moves anywhere too quickly, shoot where the cigarette is. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's what I that's what I was thinking. It's a way to watch the guy in the. Yeah. No. No. And I like that. I like I like that. That's like a, a smart use of, of a cigarette. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's smart use, I think, of a lot of things in this. Uh, all of the violence that happens, I think, is for the most part really surprising. There's the one skinhead who comes back and is going to help them, and then like he immediately uh, is taken out. Where it's kind of like, oh, we finally have the hero. And yeah. nope, <laughs> two minutes later, um, the plan to go to the basement <laughs> like it doesn't work None, no, nothing they do like like at the end when he's like ah, and he's like banging the machete around yeah. what was he doing there was he trying to make it seem like he, he was killing people or I, he was trying to pretend that he was a skinhead yeah but he was so he was pretending to be the guy who was trying to the cheek guy who uh, who was trying to help them because mm-hmm. he had his jacket on. Well, I don't think he was trying to pretend to be him, but flight jackets are skinhead uniform. Okay, wear just like Doc boots, Doc Martin boots are, um, and suspenders and a white t-shirt. And mm-hmm. so I think he just dressed that part to be like, "Hey, I'm on your side. They're down and there. He's like, come help me." Oh, but. but. But he's like, who are you? And he's like, Odin himself. Wouldn't that I'm give not him sure away? I get that, really. Wouldn't that like give him away? Or like wouldn't he be like, why why turn around if he wanted him to think he was one of them? I don't know. And then I like how he, he like he says that and it's like this like, oh this is like this like the this is the closest thing you'll get to like an action hero one liner. And then he jumps down, and he just kinda like falls on his yeah. arm. He's like, ah, the shot where uh, Poots is in the, the sofa yeah, she's like, and then she, she comes out, I think is really neat as well. Uh, there's some there's some animal violence in it. Oh, yeah. I think it kind of stays away from showcasing that so much that you'd feel really upset. Mm-hmm. Going to work, Emily? Yeah. Yay. Where do you work? I don't you know, tell? but she's probably loving it. Are you loving it? Yes. Are you ba 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 loving it? Obviously. Which McDonald's? The one in Font Hill. All right, I'm gonna come visit you. Okay. Or at least the McDonald's until I figure out your work schedule. I have to work tonight. If you know. If I ask you to make something really weird for me, would you? I don't make the food. Oh. I can make you a really weird drink. Okay. Could you mix like? The different yeah. milkshakes together? Probably. And some pop? Yeah. Yeah. I could also put some coffee in there. Ooh. I'll okay. see you at work. Okay. I work tonight until 8. Can you stack like so. 18 different hamburger patties onto one burger? I don't think so. She also said she doesn't make the food. That doesn't mean she can't do it. You taught me to okay. touch your food with my bare hands? <laughs> Aren't there gloves? Oh, yeah, but I'm not getting one just to stack 18 hamburgers. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you give it to me. That's two things. So do you have to leave right now? 
Uh, my mom is going to be here in the next five minutes. Do you want to, um, again, sorry to interrupt you. I know that's like my thing, I guess. But if Emily's leaving, uh, from what you've heard of Green Room, tell us, tell us if you'd like it, yay or nay, or and what your rating would be. It sounds interesting, and uh, maybe like a B minus. Hmm. Would you like uh, some change? For our cheer family? Yeah. yeah, if you want to. I think the jar is on the bottom of uh, the front table. Thanks. Does the hat have a McDonald's sad moment? There's an M on it at the front. What is your opinion on Burger King? It's the devil. I just keep all my tips in my book and I just put them in my hat after. Is, uh, is Burger King a tyrant? Obviously, it's not a, it's a dictatorship, and you know, dictatorships aren't fun. You gotta get Werner Herzog to go down there and interview some people. Sure. Interview sure. some of the workers. Uh, there's two other things that I like about the uh, of a green room that I'd like to express. One is there's the whole element of the. Um, I guess it, it's everything in the movie. It doesn't go out of its way to explain things. Um, the whole subplot of the, the two skinheads that are going to leave and expose the, the group is not really developed so much that you, you might not catch it, I think, maybe in a, in a first-time view, which I appreciate that when a filmmaker expects you to just sort of keep up. And uh, there's little bits of humor that are effective as they fit with characters. I, mean, I, think, I, I think that pressure washing scene, mm -hmm. when just like cuts to him doing that. Well, and, and the final is. scene where uh, Anton Yelchin's character yeah. finally figures out what his desert island band is. I want to and tell somebody who gives a yeah. beep. She doesn't care. I thought that was cute. I, I loved that you never find out. Mm -hmm. in, any, in, in any other movie that, that you would have found out, and that would have been the whole thing like... Yeah, that's the ending you want. That's the ending you deserve. That's you know you get it. You know you, but you just don't. Mm -hmm. I like that. Okay. Favorite scenes? I don't think this is very creative. I really like when they're on stage and they go into a song and it is the hardest and fastest of music, and then everything just goes to slow motion and there's this beautiful music over top and you see oh. people moshing and thrashing around but it's so slow and peaceful it's really interesting contrast mm -hmm. ooh 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 it's also great that all they're trying to do is get out of the green room and every time they get out of the green room so, they always run back I yeah I liked that that they're always going back so is it green? me and Grayson um, were talking about this I actually yesterday. learned what it meant it's, oh good teach us um, my dad worked in theater, and apparently where all the people who were, like, on the stage for that night, I guess, they can go to the green room and, like, lounge room and stuff. It's where you hang yeah. out before you go on stage. Yeah. It's kind of like, it's, I think it's intended purpose is, like, that's, like, your, like, preparation room. Like, you kind of go there to get, get mentally prepared to... 
Well, I, on stage. all the different people who are gonna go on stage can go to the green room, but like every person probably has like their own dressing room. room. Yeah. Do you have a favorite scene? Not really. No? Okay. Not the scene where they play that set in the diner <laughs> and they get six dollars? Oh. Six dollars each, yeah. Cool. Rachel? I don't think I... Of the 20 minutes, what's your favorite thing? I like the bike riding part early on. That's pretty sweet. Mm -hmm. Maybe like when people are throwing stuff at them. Okay. <laughs> Or they're singing the song that is kind of anti-Nazi. <laughs> Very anti-Nazi. That's kind of gutsy. Yeah, yeah. I was like, what are they? He's like, I got a dumb idea. I'm like, yeah, no, that's that's very dumb to do in front of that Ooh. group of people. Speaking about actors, the guy who plays the really big skinhead Word. is terrifying. Word. So scary. Favorite scene? And lays down with the guy? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't like that. You didn't? I thought it was kind of... I... I don't know. The gore... Gore doesn't set me off, but just... Everything bad that happened to that dog flashed through my mind when he laid down at that owner's hand. Yeah. It's like, God damn it. <laughs> I think they relatively tastefully avoided... Um, focusing on, on the animal violence... Like they, like obviously they've got animals in this, and the animals are, are going after the protagonists of the, the movie. Um, but I don't think that they. It's not explicit. Violence on people is explicit, but the violence with the the animals. Yeah, you is, never really see any harm done to the animals other than the reverb, but you do hear about them, killing the, dogs after they're done using them. Mm -hmm. um, my favorite scene though was. Just that one part where he turns around and says, Odin himself. Yes. <laughs> I like that. And he just kind of clatters to the ground. <laughs> just... It's pretty goofy. Yeah. Like, did you take the drugs in the basement before you started doing that? <laughs> I don't know if I had a specific, like, favorite scene. I think it's a really, okay. I think it's a really good movie. It's really disgusting. I think that's just I think that's just it though. Okay. I don't know if I have a you know an exact specific scene in my okay. head. Or not right now at least. Maybe later. Okay. Will you watch it again? Maybe. I mean probably sometime in my life I'll watch it. I don't know about how recent or like how like if I'll watch it again like so close to this time, but I'll probably watch it again. Are you going to finish watching it? Uh, maybe. I don't know. I appreciate your commitment. Are you going to watch it at all? Maybe. Likewise. <laughs> it's uh, on Netflix. <laughs> is it still? I believe so. Yeah. Is that how you watch it? No, no. I don't think it was on there. You just happen to have a copy of the DVD at home, right? Sure. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> they might have taken it off last time I checked it was on there. Letter grades? I'm going to give it an A+. Plus. Of course you are. What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Grayson? 
Why not an A plus? I should explain my letter grade. Sorry. You can explain yours. Uh, there are some likable characters in a situation that seems unlikely but very real. I think the tension is established very effectively. It's got a kinetic kind of feel with enough downtime so you can absorb what had happened. The idea of them going out and then having to run back to the green room and then like decompress each time yeah. makes you have to process what had just happened. Um, it's also a situation that just seems so uh, unfair for them to find themselves in. Yeah. Where they just stumble upon something that they shouldn't, wrong place, wrong time. Uh, it's a very deliberately paced movie that's well acted. Um, I don't know if it's perfect, but I think it does everything that it that it intends to do really well, and it looks nice. I'm not a fan of their music either, but I think that's alright. A minus. Why an A minus? Um, I like the story, but like, I'm not really a big fan of gore or, and I just. I liked the story, but then I just sort of wasn't my cup of tea. Okay. We've talked a lot about the the gore and the practical effects, but I don't think the movie itself is gory. There's only a, like a couple really? things that happen, and they're fairly quick. I think it uses the gore. Like I don't know. It could have been made without it. Yeah. I think the gore was used really well. Like, it was subtle enough, but still, like, would be extremely concerning to, like, just a passerby, like, that band group. And it kind of, it was like having gore to um, sort of emphasize the psychological torment that the characters are going through. Yeah, I agree. It's not like one of those movies where it's just, like gore after gore after gore, and it yeah, it's just some mushy blade uh, stuff. Bye, have fun. I will. Okay. I, mean, I will. Of course I will. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. It's kind of like a comedian that maybe breaks out a swear word twice in a set, so it matters. Yeah. As opposed to somebody who's just throwing f bombs out left, right, and center, and then it doesn't really mean anything. Yeah. Based on the twenty minutes you saw. Uh, like a B minus. Wow. Know. Okay. Um, I like an A minus or B plus. Because? Well, like it was pretty good. It was easy to follow, laid out, but I almost fell asleep at mm. the beginning. It's a slow start. Yeah. Do you like that kind of pace for a movie or no? Um. It felt very art housey, I don't know, drama y, like a movie where nothing's gonna happen, where yeah. you're just gonna be with this band, they're gonna play some shows, and then it's gonna end on some kind of maybe silly shot that's supposed to mean something, but you don't really know what. Like Swiss Army starts, Man? Swiss Army Man stuff happens in it. Yeah. I was thinking more like. They don't stick the end. Like a. Uh, I don't know, maybe. Jim Jarmish movie or. 
yeah. Francis Hall, like where it's just sort of like, here's some people, and it's like you're a fly on the wall, and you sort of like watch them exist. Mm-hmm. But then things happen. Yeah. Okay, so what did you like? It was boring at the start. Well, I liked the way, um, like you were saying, I like the gore's kind of spread out, and it's nothing like crazy. Like, at first, the girl's stabbed in the head, and they're like, oh, well, where's the blood? So he, like, pulls it out, mm-hmm. and I was like, yeah, there it is. <laughs> and then from there, it was pretty good. Okay. I give it an eight. I thought it was pretty good. It's a little higher than I thought you'd give. Yeah. Okay. Or are you just easy to, uh, to impress? I'm just... Basically, the one thing that has been on my mind is just the dogs. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an animal person. But um, just trying to ignore that fact, I think it's a fairly well-done movie. And I do think that they use a lot of their um, strategies pretty well. I think it generates... Suspense, that's what it needs yeah. to do, and that's I think it, it did that pretty well. And I I did really like the way they used the gore. I thought it was very well well done. Um I'm gonna say maybe like B plus. I enjoyed it. I commend the practical effects. Very good. For <laughs> for what I saw. Um I, like I never really, I don't, I never like covered my eyes or anything. But there was, well, the stomach. I was like, Ugh. One, yeah, you turned. I like, I like turned, turned back. I turned to that, me. and then I was like, and then I like kind of like look back. But it's, I, th- it's I think because it's, you're not expecting it. Yeah, and because of the, everything surrounding it, it seems relatively real. Mm-hmm. Um, I changed my mind. I, uh, I, th- I think I found my favorite scene. I think it is the scene when he's got his arm in the door. This is a, this is a tense scene and it's uncomfortable. Okay. All right. Uh, did you want to hear a? What's the Ronan one? You'd think after like three years I'd remember, but I feel the like stuff it's that not you that. do remember yeah. and the stuff that you cannot. Remember I mean, it's, it's I feel like this isn't really that important of a thing to like keep in my head though. So the Ronan is uh, movieguide.org. This movie will, like, keep me from going to any concerts. <laughs> I'm going to be too afraid. It's just going to be I would like to say that this kind of occurrence is pretty unlikely. Yeah. But, like, just the atmosphere of the entire thing. Uh, so this is an interesting movie guide uh, because the quality is four out of four stars. But its content is negative four. <laughs> of course it is. This is it's a really like well-made movie that is terrible. disgusting. Um, gross immorality and or worldview problems. Is it a pagan worldview? It's always pagan um, worldview on here. So, let's see. It's not that long, though. Okay. 
very strong pagan worldview, stressing violent depravity without hope. At least 76 obscenities, three profanities, and one use of the N-word. Extreme violence include a man's arm being forcibly broken, a man's, I forgot about that, a man's oh, hand yeah. being slit open and nearly falling off. A woman slices a man's belly with a razor blade. A dog kills a man by mauling his neck. Man's neck is sliced with machete, and others are shot. All shown in graphic detail. No sexual content, but it is implied a woman was cheating on her boyfriend. No nudity, heavy drinking, depicted heroin, drug use, and main characters siphon gas out of cars. This is like, this is a classic movie guide where they say a bunch of stuff, and then they're like, also this happens, which is like... Weren't we just talking about that in English class? How you're supposed to like... Build up? Yeah, you're supposed to build up. Yeah, yeah. And also siphoning gas. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like how he like corrects, like he like... He, like, corrects Patrick Stewart at the end. He's like, you're not supposed to do it like that. And he, like, pulls it out. The, oh, know. when there's, like, yeah, the, yeah. the setup that they yeah. have for... He's like, you're not going to get a good seal with that. Yeah. Uh, there's something else that I was thinking about. Uh, as far as the pagan <clears throat> worldview, that you see Worm at the end, and he's perfectly fine at home watching TV. Oh, is that Worm at the and end then, with the... No, it's not Worm with the thing in his arm. Worm's there with that person. So I think you're supposed to get the sense that he went home with somebody who overdees on, on heroin. And he's just sitting watching TV. Mm. Uh, I thought they... I wouldn't call it the climax, but the, um, the resolution with the Patrick Stewart character was kind of neat. Yeah, they, how he... He's like the main mastermind, and he... And he just dies. Well, yeah, and the way that he deals with it, too, the character just, just like, turns around away. and walks away. He's just a coward. Yeah. That was interesting. If uh, if you like this movie, I do suggest um, checking out Blue Ruin. It's slower. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, it's the same, like, it's definitely the same movie maker, but it's his take on a, a revenge story. It's kind of neat. And the guy that plays the, if a, if he can be sympathetic, the sympathetic skinhead, he's the uh, the main character. It's kind of neat. It's also got that same level of reality. So it's, a, it's an interesting flick. And uh, Hold the Dark is a Netflix original, so I think you can still see that. That's a neat movie. It's It's very different than than these two. I'll probably be more likely to check out now that I've seen this. Check out Hold the Dark? Probably. Since I've seen it. You haven't seen it? No, I haven't. Oh, okay. But now that I've seen this, I'll, like, you know, I'm not, I'm not, like, rushing to see it, but, like, I'll probably watch it. I'll I'll, I'll definitely be more likely to see it now that I've seen Green Room. I had more fun with Murder Party, and I think Blue Ruin is a better movie. But uh, hold the dark. I, a lot of people didn't like it. I thought it was, I thought it was good. I really enjoyed it. But uh, I remember it not getting a great reception. Anything anybody want to say before we call it a day? No. All right. Okay. Have a day one day. Oh. Wow.